shit, let me blow my nose really fast. Sorry. Oh, I want to do it too. <laughs> Should we all do it? <laughs> yeah. Do it, my One, nose. two, three. Got it. Hola, pantloads, and welcome back to your favorite podcast. That's right. It's Keeping Up with the Coens. My name is, of course, Ryan Drake. I am coming to you from my bed in Oklahoma City, America, and I am joined, as always... For the first time in over a year, literally over a calendar year, by my best friends, the Helium Queen, Chelsea Trinidad. Hello, Chelsea. Hi, guys. Uh, now you're making me laugh because I'm remembering our holiday uh, reunion episode last time I was telling you about my traumatic blood loss. Yeah. God, I can't yeah. wait to hear about more of that traumatic blood loss. <laughs> I hope you've had more. Um, I haven't. I, but I, a fun um, update. Instead of traumatic blood loss, I am getting my rack done in like a week. That's kind of cool, right? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. That, that's what happens after you have twins. You You're getting just, a boob job? Yeah. And sometimes you got to just put lift things back where they belong. I'm not even necessarily like enhancing. I'm just like reconstructing what used to be it's all about quality not quantity i don't know what that means in terms of boob implants no that's a great way to describe it i I think i might steal that uh all right are you going to be going like on social media are you doing a whole thing about it are you doing like a journey are you doing a tiktok uh i mean i don't know if anyone needs to know my journey but i also think it's really weird when people just don't acknowledge their uh nips and tucks so i probably will be i'll probably do like a post with me in a hospital gown or something there you go that's the content (laughs) people it's the content people are craving uh it would have been great if you did that on the episode of the oc where we talked about six racks but you know it's fine you're just three years too late um the other voice on the other end of this zoom call is of course my arch nemesis he's still here he is the Mold King. <laughs> His audio may or may not sound like shit. It's, of course, Dylan Irwin. Hey, if my audio sounds like shit, it's just because I'm using your microphone. Um, mm-hmm. And the bad news is um, I'm, I'm not feeling well. I'm sick. The good news is, though, as I said, I'm using your microphone and breathing on it. But, yes, it's Dylan. <laughs> um, I, I am in the third B&B in two months because we're cleaning Airbnb, my house. Not bed and breakfast. Yeah, no, it's it's an Airbnb. Um, not not like a traditional someone bringing me breakfast in a cozy little Hallmark movie setting. Yeah, let's um, really quickly just let the people know that uh, Chelsea had traumatic blood loss last year. This year, 2024, it's all about Dylan's mold journey. Yes. It's, <laughs> this is what getting old is like. Also, it's, can it's, I just say, Dylan, I just want to say, this is the only compliment I'm going to give you. I, like, I feel like my hairline is going so far. It's going so fast, so far. And, like, yours still looks really good. Thank you so much. I, um, yeah, wh- I noticed I lo- that when we first got on here. What I lack in, like, a sense of humor and, and charm and stuff, I make up for with a hairline. Um, I was convinced that it was receding a little bit the other day. And Leslie was like, no, it's not. And I was like, thanks, babe. Dylan, you know what? That head of hair probably makes your enemies like seethe with jealousy. Yeah. No. That's probably the first thing they see. As Dylan's enemy, I do not agree with that. But <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, what what about me in, in 2024 makes you the most angry? That the mold I put in your house hasn't done its job yet. <laughs> 
You put the good. I will say this. So like Ryan picked the best place to put mold in my house because out of <laughs> out of every, I forget what I what I talk about on this podcast, and I know we haven't talked about this, but like. Out of all the places in my house for the worst possible mold to be found, I want you to know that it was in the wall behind the couch where we sit and watch TV. So, like, my head was resting on black mold. Wait, now I'm suspicious because little does the audience know, not only is has Dylan struggled with black mold this year, but I did too. I had to move upstairs for a month. Yeah. And my black mold was in the corner of the the room right by where I sleep. So I was about three feet away from it. Wow. I've done, a, I've done a terrible a job. I've done a terrible job at eliminating both of you. <laughs> this was like that right. whenever, uh, whenever Trey in season three wakes up from his coma and he looks at Marissa and he's like, she come here to finish the job. That's what I feel like right now. <laughs> she has her syringe of mold. Dylan needed stage our comebacks. Yeah. Our revenge. Um, all right. Well, so it's been, we're a little late. This is our holiday special. Uh, it is we're being recorded in January 2024. It's January 2nd. Uh, we missed the holiday, but we're we're here. It's, it's still early in the year. We can still talk about last year. Um, we should also just mention that we did get to go on... Melinda Clark's new podcast, Beyond the OC. Uh, that was exciting. You guys got to meet Melinda. That was fun, right? Oh, it was awesome. It, everything I wanted and more. She was so lovely. And her daughter was cool as hell, too. Her daughter's yeah. very cool. I just wanted, there was rules. this really funny moment that I don't know if they're going to leave in the podcast or not, that when we started recording, that Melinda asked us a question that no one was prepared for. And like I, I jumped in because I knew that neither of you would be able to improvise. And I listen, I'm a pro improviser. Me and Adam Brody, baby. And uh, <laughs> I, so I jumped in and I said something that I thought kind of worked just to fill time to give you both time to think of an answer. And then she went to Chelsea, and Chelsea just like went stone cold <laughs> silent and was just like, "Uh, I don't know." I know. I told her I was like, "Give me a minute. I want to. I want to say something that doesn't make me sound dumb." <laughs> and you could tell that uh, Mindy was like, "Oh, it's okay. It's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll like skip to you." And I was like, "No, no, no. Wait. I just okay. Just wait a second. I know you she can." She brought edit this the out. whole show to a screeching halt. <laughs> it did. It really. And I was to like, "Listen, halt. we Dylan and I have had to do this for two and a half years, so we get it." <laughs> So this, well, this I might, was thinking yeah. she has a professional editing team. I was like, they oh. can just you know clip easily, and I'm thinking because you know I edit my own TikToks. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. But <laughs> All, okay. So I was like, as long as there's just a silent clip before I say what I'm trying to say, no one will know. No one's, nobody's gonna know. <laughs> so um, you all will be happy to know that I almost single handedly ruined that episode because I was at an Airbnb On at it? that. Uh, yeah uh, on a at that time oh yeah yeah then dylan just kept dropping off the call and she kept (laughs) she kept having to stop the she fully stopped the conversation was like oh dylan is gone let's just wait for him to come back and i'm just going we "We don't it's okay yeah Yeah. we literally we do not have to wait it's fine but i'm dreaming of this moment i want you to know and i i I said this to ryan chelsea i don't think i told you the story yet um so this is gonna be live for the listeners but so at one point when everything started recording, I could only hear certain people talking. And so Melinda started asking questions of everyone. I think it was that, that intro question. And she uh, she goes, all right, Ryan, Chelsea. And I hear nothing. I just see her reactions. I see Melinda's reactions. And then out of nowhere, knowing nothing, she goes, Dylan, did you hear? I mean, you heard what Ryan has to say, Dylan. What do you have to say about that? <laughs> and and, about and that. in my head, I'm like, okay, 
I know nothing of what was said, but if Ryan is Ryan, he said something to make fun of me. So I immediately said, I think I said something on the show like, well, what you don't understand is that this is actually an act and Ryan and I are actually best friends. And apparently it was spot on. So I want you all to know that (laughs) two years of doing this podcast means that I actually don't have to listen to what either of you say because we're all (laughs) on kind of the same wavelength. So yeehaw for friendship. The vibes are good. Lifelong friends. Hey, speaking of friends, the the mm. new friends we made from the other podcasts are really cool too. Oh yeah, yeah. Shout out to the uh, OC Disorder podcast. Those guys are really funny. One of those guys sounds exactly like Ryan, and it kept freaking me out so much. His name is also I yeah, and his Ryan. name is Ryan. Yeah. Do you guys have Fine. to we'll fight? fight? He and I are gonna f- yeah. He and I are gonna fight. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, bonus special okay. bonus. Well, we're here for our yearly episode we skipped 2023 entirely it's 2024 now should we talk about spotify because yes we are still like you sent us the the stats dylan that there are like 20 <laughs> people in the world that still had us as their number one podcast okay I'll, I'll start off with that but i know you're waiting on bated breath to find out what my spotify top five is ryan but of course I'll, uh, did you I'll wait do i not know it did you not send it no i don't think i already- know it you, you do know, but you've already forgotten because it doesn't matter. Um, so That's I, true. I looked, true. So I, uh, I always forget until like two weeks after it's out that we have a Spotify rap for, uh, for this, this for show. For Cohen's, the podcast. Um, Cohen's colon, the podcast. Cohen's colon would have been a better name for our show. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so along with some really uh, well-animated fireworks – um, what a year, says Spotify. We were in the top 10 for 103 fans, the top five for 61 fans, and we were the top podcast for 19 people. The top. That's insane to me. I So I know Even one of we them. we were three of them, that's still 16. That's, <laughs> so... So I, I, I wanted, I wanted, I want to say this. I know one of them, um, Connie. If you're listening to this, if you've made Connie? it this far, yeah, Connie. If you're listening, shout out you, to Connie. Shout out Connie. If you've made it this far, congratulations. You have earned an OC shout out. I'll give Kev a shout out too. Why not? Hey guys, and this is just Spotify. This isn't even Apple Podcasts, and I listen to all my podcasts on Apple Pods. Also, we're still getting reviews on Apple Podcasts. Shout out to the people still leaving us reviews. It makes me so happy when people are still finding us in 2023 or now 2024. Like. That was that's what made me happy about our show was a knowing that it wasn't topical and it was just gonna live forever. Hold on, what was that review that we got from a user named like Tommy like Uncle Butt like Uncle yeah, Booty Tommy or something? Blood fart or something like that. Here, hold on. Let me, <laughs> I'm gonna read this out. I wanna I wanna uh, read out let's read the reviews out that we've gotten in the last year. Hold on, let's there's see. There's only like three of them, but yeah. From December first, twenty twenty three, from Harvey Butthole. Uh <laughs> Five stars, a perfect show. Found you guys last week and thoroughly enjoying this nostalgia trip. Your podcast is actually magic. Please cover another show. Eat your heart out, David Blaine. Um, And then we have one more from Brianna McMahon. Um, Such a fun time. All caps with such. Five stars. This podcast is hilarious. I would love you three to recap another show. It doesn't even matter what show. Um, you hear that, guys? We're going to do a Blackbird recap show. The chemistry <laughs> with these co-hosts is off the charts. You hear that? 
we have good chemistry. We should do lessons. I will chemistry. say the chemistry is attributed to Chelsea's uh, drugs that she's on her her pharmaceuticals. Hey, whatever. I've weaned myself off. I'm. She's clean now. The, yeah. <laughs> Chelsea sober. Twenty twenty four. My brain chemistry is completely normal. You know, and that is very <laughs> common. That is a very common thing to happen, actually, after you have children. Like, a lot of people who are on SSRIs after clean. they have kids, sometimes... No, well, they just don't need them anymore. Like, changes your brain chemistry. Some people, it does the exact opposite. And after they have children, then they really, really need some uh, intervention. Dylan. But, you know, one or the other can happen. It reminds me of, like... I have something incredibly similar to having children and changing your chemistry. Like when I got my uh, wisdom teeth out, they told me I couldn't drink soda anymore. So I stopped drinking <laughs> soda for like six years. And then I had another one. Cool story that I'm going to edit out. Thanks, yeah, Dylan. Yeah, wow. Great story. I'm going to old reference. Dylan. I, old Dylan. So the mold was what kept changing me. I've only. <laughs> the mold, I've, mold Dylan. <laughs> mold Dylan. <laughs> uh, well, shout out to those 19 people, Connie included. What a what a delight to know that there are people still listening to us this late into the game. Um, we also got our own personal Spotify raps. I am a little bit unsure if I want to hear about Dylan's, but I think maybe you should go first. Me? Yeah. Five to one. For those of you who have been listening, you'll uh, you'll you'll recognize some from uh Bjork? From past years. No, Bjork is not on this list. <laughs> and I was re-listening. I was re-listening to that, and I'm sorry. It shouldn't be Bjork. It should be Bjork. <laughs> you gotta have the. You gotta roll your R. Um, yes, Every I am year still you need studying. an update on how you have been mispronouncing Bjork's name. I hear you said that Bjork. Bjork. Okay, so there number five, we got Bill Murray. Um, again, still, not the still actor. Bill, yeah, still the band. Number four, Novo Amor, my little my little Welsh boy. Um, number three, Sigurós. They had a new album this year. Um, I got Sigurós replacing Bjork now. Yeah, I can only have one Icelander per uh, per top yeah. five. Uh, number two, Sleep Token. Um, they actually played a show at uh, Ryan's favorite venue here in Oklahoma City that shall remain nameless. And it was sold out in September. So, heck yeah. Um, and number one, um, I know you guys are going to be really excited because you're both massive Maddie Healy fans. But the 1975 takes that top wow. spot again. <laughs> interesting. I, yeah, that so is interesting. The, uh, I will tell you that the one really, really, really stupid thing that happened this year is I started listening to podcasts on Spotify. And my top podcast, two of my five top podcasts were um, in Icelandic. And my top podcast, I listened to like 800 or something minutes of an Icelandic podcast on contemporary events. And I still don't know how to speak Icelandic. So All of my top podcasts were about fantasy football, and I feel like that's worse. So congratulations. Yeah, that's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I did win a $1,000 fantasy football league on New Year's Eve. I didn't even realize I oh, won. Nice. I didn't even realize that I had won it until the next day. Is your team um, name Final Fantasy Football? No, my team name was Laguna Beach Fan Club. I'm not kidding. That's uh, <laughs> so Matty Healy, that's an interesting number one for you. <laughs> he had a weird year. He had like a weird... Definitely a weird beginning to his year because that's when he dated Taylor Swift, right? It was twenty twenty three. Yes, yeah. He's he's yeah, had a weird year. Yeah, it was. It was kind of in the springtime. I was a little bit um, confused by that because she feels like someone who wants to keep her fans happy, and that did not keep her fans happy at all. Most people, no. most people really do not like him. Oh, he's gross. Mm. I mean, and where do you even start with it? Like, I just you know his you know his bit where he's you know he starts the sentence of. You know, I'll tell you what I think about trans people are just something like that. And then the band cuts them off. That's like, that's funny. Like, Dylan loves that. That's high comedy. So, so interestingly enough, do you guys know who, uh, who K 
Cavazzetti is it Cavazzetti is? No, he's so he's he's this guy who he has a podcast and he was basically trying. I don't know the full story, but like he was journaling or post posting about or podcasting about every single conversation he has with every single person in his personal life until he alienates everyone. And Maddie Healy went on his podcast. And for the first time you see Maddie meeting someone who is more insufferable and actually he gets uncomfortable and no joke calls his mom to come and pick him up. I need to send you guys this link. That sounds so not interesting to me. I can't wait to edit that out. <laughs> it's so bad, dude. It sounds like the first time you and I met. That's what that sounds like. You call, you call, hey, mom. Yeah. I called I my mom to pick me up. I was like, please. I hate this. Um, Taylor Swift, Maddie Healy, super weird move. Travis Kelsey, super weird move. Dude, I don't think so at all. I think so. I know that you, I mean, in a different way, but still super weird. I mean, I think, I, I don't want to say I predicted this because I did not predict this at all, but around, you know, I always do my man madness, mm-hmm. um, which is basically March madness, but with hot guys instead. Coming soon. Travis Kelsey went, pre- yeah, coming soon, coming in March. You get excited. Already thinking about this year. It's going to be great. Gary, um, 2024. Travis Kelsey went Wait, will Gary, wait, far. hang on. Will Gary be in March madness? Gary's March not man- gonna, No. I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about your March. March, man, wait, no, Man Madness, sorry. I keep wanting to call it March Madness. Who, no, who? that'd be great. I, I wish that you were around when I named it. Who won last year? Was it Michael B. Jordan? Uh, No, Um, who? Uh, Pedro Pascal won last oh, year. Oh, yeah. Pedro. That's a great it one. It got was really Paul, close, Paul though, because the, the year before, yeah, Paul Rudd, and Paul Rudd almost won again this year. Like, it looked like I was very concerned. I was like, I can't have a double winner. I feel like the previous winner should be excluded from the next year's bracket because he could just win again. I want it to be longer because I feel like Paul Rudd is going to get in the finals again if I don't eliminate should, him. No, you should do it like the presidency where you can win it two years in a row, but you can't win it three. You have to take a, your, your third year off. I don't want a double winner ever, though, especially someone as milquetoast as Paul Rudd. Excuse okay, me. While we're Milk here. Toast, he's Jewish. That's anti-Semitic. That is anti-Semitic. I got your back, bro. Thanks, Dylan. While we're here, Chelsea, I wanted to ask you about some people that were big, big uh, talking points on our podcast. And I'm mm-hmm. wondering how your thoughts about them have changed, if at all. One of those okay. people being Pete Davidson. I just feel like he hasn't well, been around. What's he doing? Nah, What's he going hasn't on been with around. Pete? I, I think this is year for as little as he did. And it actually has ended up being a pretty good year for him because of how hard Matt Reif tanked. Yeah. Oh, man. The rise and fall of Matt Reif really. T- he took off for about a month there. The, he was the like, hot shit. Fall. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen anyone because I was on board. I, I was really excited to go see Matt Reif. He came to Tulsa a couple months ago. And I mean, within the first five minutes of the opener, me and my husband were like, shit, this is not a show for us. No. And I mean, say what you will, I, the domestic violence thing, it didn't offend me. What was offensive to me was that none of it was funny. Yes. Like was, it was completely unfunny. Dylan, do you it know who Matt Reif is? Yeah. Was Matt Reif the guy that, that said it's hard to be funny when you're really good looking and Jack? I don't know if he said that. He's like the TikTok comedian that like went super viral because he was good. He's good at crowd work. That's his thing. He's great at crowd but work. Then his, the but then is, like he yeah. gets, it's like any comedian who can be naturally funny, but then when you give them a platform to really talk about their beliefs, it's like, oh, you get milkshake ducked yourself. Great job. Yeah, nice. I mean, it was so cringe. His written material is terrible. 
I mean, he is talking about uh, dicks and masturbation the entire show. We're like, this is not funny. This is not clever. This isn't edgy. This is just like, it's it's for 13-year-olds. And, you know, people are so stupid today because they're just like, oh, it's political correctness. That's why none of the comedians are good. And it's like, God, that is so untrue. Like, Jerry Seinfeld would make... Like, jokes about going to the grocery store and going to the doctor's office. And going like, to pick yeah. his girlfriend up from high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, like, Jerry Seinfeld would make jokes about Chinese people, and they weren't, people weren't like, oh, this is so racist, because it was they, funny. If he made those jokes, if he made person. those same jokes in 2023, they would absolutely cancel Jerry Seinfeld. One. Yeah, it wouldn't have gone well, but, I mean, people weren't completely morons in the 90s. Then, like, fast forward to, like, Dane Cook. Dane Cook was making jokes about, like, the, super the finger. man. And, well, and about, like, uh, you know, Burger King. Like, they made jokes about normal, funny things that people can relate to. The BK Lounge. Lately. And I will say, <laughs> Pete Davidson is incredibly guilty of this. He has a really bad Oedipal complex. Like, all he wants to talk about is jerking off or jerking off in front of his mother or having a sex dream about his mother. Like, I, why are we talking about these disgusting things? Why are we not making jokes about, like, going to Whole Foods or, like, <laughs> the weird things you think about where, when you flip through TikTok? Where are my suburban are- comedians? This is why I retired yeah. from comedy. Have yeah, you guys seen Matt Reif before he got fake teeth? Yeah, he was on the challenge. Matt Reif was on a season of the challenge where it was champs versus stars. He was considered a star because he was on Wild and Out. That's where I became familiar with Matt oh. Reif. Yeah, he looks like Smeagol. So you think, wait, will Matt Reif make the hot guy bracket this year, Chelsea? No. He was a front runner um, six months ago. He won't make the bracket? You don't, well, he will not even make the bracket, you don't think? No, he won't make the bracket. Who Interesting. El- who else do we, like, that just got me thinking. Like, you got Matt Reif, you got Ben Affleck, you got Ben Stiller, you have Tom Cruise, all these people who had, like, the most insane teeth, and then they got a little bit of money, and they got their teeth fixed, and now they're like in man madness. It goes to show. Tip your guys, dentist, guys. <laughs> guys, if you could have seen that silence and that the, those blank. I'll faces. put crickets there. Don't worry. God, perfect. Well, no, it's like it's like that bit that Anna says to Rachel Bilson in the uh, in the bathroom. She's like, "Do you know how many how much bacteria accumulates in your teeth?" Wow, we got an in Anna impression hours? in 2024, oh my baby. Gosh. We're so back. We are. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, I want to go back to Kelsey real quick. Chelsea, I think, uh, first of all, did you see that Jason Kelsey was, like, was uh, sexy, one of the sexiest men alive in People Magazine? Oh, yeah. I mean, he was in the top five, and then Travis was the sexiest athlete alive. Um, sexiest man alive this year, though, I feel like shouldn't even count. It was like, McDreamy, right? Patrick Dempsey? Are you fucking kidding me? Is this is this the year 2008? That's a no, legacy it, pick. No, it was bullshit. The deal is, yeah, it was a total legacy pick. It wasn't a good legacy pick, though. Whenever I hear legacy pick, I'm thinking, like, oh, okay, that means Harrison Ford, or that means George Clooney. Like, Pat, and, and what drove me crazy is so, whenever I was complaining about it, I had so many of my mom's friends, like, you know, message me on Facebook and be like, oh, our generation loves Patrick Dempsey. He's so handsome. And I'm like, I'm not saying he's not handsome. I'm saying he, he like, he would have been an amazing pick. 15 years ago, even 10 years ago, they could have gotten away with it. I don't think that they killed him off of Grey's Anatomy yet. But the deal was he is not culturally significant right now. And I think that's a really big problem. And that's something that really degrades the (laughs) award, if you will. And I get that it was a weird year this year for actors because of the strikes. But like, what an amazing year to pick an athlete instead. Jason Kelsey would have been a better pick because he is much more culturally significant now. Do you think, wait, is Jason Kelsey hot? 
Jason Kelsey's not hot. Okay. But well, he, Blake, Blake Shelton isn't hot, and Blake Shelton is one. Well, so Jason Kelsey's not going to make the hot guy bracket either, even though he was one of the sexiest. Oh, he'll definitely make the bracket. Okay. I mean, I Seth Rogen makes the bracket, you know? All right, first of all, that's Seth Rogen's a hot guy, okay? People tell me I look like him. No, he is hot. <laughs> I totally agree. Um. Oh, my God. Which kid is that? This is Knox. He's the one who looks like me. Hey, Knox. Knox, how do you feel about Travis Jay- Kelsey? Travis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Say Apple. Say Apple. Say Maddie Healy did nothing wrong. <laughs> Dylan gave us his Spotify top five. Let's run through ours. Um, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Um, I will go first. Um, I feel like me and you, we probably have, I know at least two of our artists are the same. Okay. I will read you my one, three, four, and five. And save two and for two last. Is a- it's kind of embarrassing. Oh my um, God. Wait, I can't remember. I feel like you just, you sent it, but I can't remember what it was. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I sent it. The, yeah, we'll the wait eagle. for the reveal. The Eagles. Number one, of course, is Taylor Swift. Number um, one. Number, yeah, well, number one, of course. I mean, wow. it was ridiculous. I think they showed a percent, like, of out of all my top songs. Did you I go think, to the like, Taylor tour? Uh, I'm going to see her in Paris in May, actually. Whoa. Wow. Actually, if they ha- if they happen to be selling the Lover Life from Paris final there, I will send you as much money as it costs to to bring that back. Um, that's wild. <laughs> I will just say, not necessarily my favorite show, but the best show I've ever seen in my life. Taylor Swift, she absolutely just kills it. Oh, I've rented the Air the Eras Tour movie like every week since she released it. I guess I'm gonna just have to rent it every single week until I'm dead. Just buy it. You can't. You can't buy it right now. You can't buy it. No, and there's no date for when you can buy it. So like I said, I'm going to rent this video every single week until I'm dead, that's, I guess. That's twisted. I feel like the Taylor fandom is reaching like Beatlemania levels. And it's warranted, though. Like, she is absolutely killing it. Put on the best show I've ever seen in my life. I- incredible. So Taylor is number one. Blink-182 was number three. Fuck I went yeah. and saw them Fuck in yeah. May of the year. Um, number four was the Black Crows. I saw them in concert last year also. Black Crows make it in your top five. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, it's interesting, but also, like, you know, that was the first concert that me and my husband went and saw together, so it was really fun going and see them again this year. We've been together ten years. It was kind of a fun thing Who for dated, us. was it Gwyneth Paltrow that dated Black Crows guy? Uh, Kate Hudson Kate was Hudson. married to the lead singer, which is really funny because whenever he sings in concert, he's very effeminate. Like Maddie Healy. Bruno Mars is number five. I mean, I think he's Bruno like, Mars. Kind of been, I think he's been number five, like in my list for like the last 10 years. Um, I saw him in concert again also this year. Um, but this is kind of funny and embarrassing. And my number two was actually Daisy Jones in the six. I was going to try and guess it, but wow, I would have never guessed that. Not even a real band. It was a TV show band. I want everyone I... listening to know that whenever we talked about potentially recapping another show after the OC, Chelsea held us hostage and said, I will only do it if we recap <laughs> Daisy Jones and the Six. And Dylan and I said, no, we're not doing that. No way. I stand by that. I, it, first of all, it was a fantastic miniseries, but that CD goes so fucking hard. I, I love dare you both called of you it guys a CD. to listen to it. <laughs> Excuse me, that album. It wow. goes so hard. Have, have you guys listened to it? I have I'm not seen. To, I know. I have not seen the show. I have not read the book, and I have not listened to the record. I'm going to send you on Spotify the, my three favorite songs by them, and just list, promise me to listen to those three songs, and then like message me and tell me what you think. Right. Okay, Ryan, uh, who are your top artists? My top artists are not as interesting as either of yours. Mine are pretty standard issue shit. Guarantee I I, you, they're better than Dylan's. That's true, actually. <laughs> Number five, Miley Cyrus <laughs> put out a. Decent album this year. A good album. Uh, Flowers is a great song. I think it was the number one song of the year. Oh, and everyone's revisiting Hunger Games right now. So like Liam Hemsworth has been on everyone's brain. That that new movie apparently is so good. 
It's really? incredible. It's it's a lot scarier than the uh, first movies. The mm. the book itself is just much like believe it. Or, I'm because you're like, how can it get darker than you know a uh, fight to the death with teenagers? Oh, it can get darker. And I thought that book was just songbirds I mean, and snakes. That's intense. Yeah, I thought the prequel was way more disturbing, and I think it's because. With the original, um, you know, trilogy that you were kind of born into that world and you just had to accept the rules as they were. But in the prequel, they're kind of, you know, forming these ideas and putting their... It's like trial and error. (laughs) The shit that they couldn't... The shit that wouldn't fly in the Hunger Games. No, that's literally what they're doing because they have the (laughs) idea for the Hunger Games, but they didn't add all the fanfare and you see kind of why and how they came to be and it's just a lot darker. Um. I see. I've seen. I think three movies last year. Um, one was Killers of the Flower Moon, which I know Chelsea has ties to because it was filmed like in your backyard, essentially. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. God, um, so well, good. And Cam- Camilla Marone. I mean, that's. I mean, that's another Daisy Jones and the Six tie. Because um, she. I mean, I would be playing tennis in you know neighborhood tennis uh, club, and she would just be walking her dogs like around the around the tennis court or like you know just whatever like Leonardo DiCaprio lived on that street it was crazy that was a great movie and she was great in it and then I also I saw the Iron Claw on a few like last week I oh. thought really good really good the Zac Efron like oh my god he kills it it's the first time I've ever respected Zac Efron I think um <laughs> and then Barbie uh, Barbie was just delightful Barbie what a Barbie what a great so moment good. in time 2023 what a great moment in time for Barbie the soundtrack you, for Barbie is fucking incredible did you see uh, uh Oppenheimer I did actually saw Oppenheimer too. Oppenheimer pretty I good too. I, I fell asleep during it. I thought Killers of Flower Moon was way better. Did anyone see Saltburn? What's the what's the thing with that movie? No, but I've heard it's amazing. Um, I've heard it's like weird and gross, and I shouldn't watch it, but like people just can't stop talking about it. I know that I, I know that there's a lot of male nudity. Um, Maybe that's what that it all is. got. We might watch it tonight. We watched. Um, you want to watch it with watched, me? You want to zoom me while we watch let's, Saltburn let's, together? Let's, <laughs> let's do it. But I'm not. Gonna, I'll just be watching you reacting to it. Yeah, that's fine. Um, we uh, have either of you guys watched uh, Maestro, Bradley Cooper's new movie? Not no, yet. didn't even. Never even heard of it. Dude's gonna get his Oscar. I think he's been nominated like nine times or something like that. And I think it's finally. I think this is his. I year. will say, I woke up this morning in the mood for a really good um, award show, and actually looked on my <laughs> DVR to see, to see if was. I had any, to see if I had <laughs> I any recorded. And Chelsea's I didn't, like but I had it's January second. Chelsea's googling like, are the Oscars tonight? <laughs> They are the the Golden Globes are on Sunday, yeah. which is exciting. But so, the closest I could get to was they had an E live from the red carpet from the Met Gala, and I was like, "Well, that'll do." Watch this to tide me over until Sunday. Wait, Ryan, right, so okay. you said Miley Cyrus was number one, five, or number, number five, five. Uh, five for Olivia Rodrigo. Just a great album. You didn't I'm, like I'm it. sensing a theme here. But what's the theme? Girls. You love your pop girlies. That's true, actually, because three. Well, three Paramore. You love your pop girlies. I do. It's a good album. I've my my Haley Williams crush has just skyrocketed over the past She's year. She's so fucking cool. Oh my She's god, so talented! And they just put out maybe the best album of their career at the beginning of this, mm-hmm. of the beginning of twenty twenty three. It's just oh my god, they're great. Uh, my number two is Taylor Swift, so I'm right there with you, Chelsea. You're only um, number. She's only your number two. Well, number one's Blink one eighty two. We had yeah, the new oh, album. Okay. Yeah, okay, new, I mean, you just switched flip flopped the new Blink album, man. Um, which is really good. I really like the Blink album. It's one of their best. Really? I haven't really listened to it, to be honest. I mean, I loved their tour so much because they didn't play stuff from their new album. 
that's like my only criticism of Blink One Eighty Two right now is that they just they need to switch up the set list. They've been playing the same set list for like twenty years. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. But I mean, we loved it. I mean, we were like, this is just nostalgia tour. We're so happy. I mean, it was such it was a great concert experience. Uh, but yeah, that was my top five. Taylor and Blink, I feel like really ruled the year twenty twenty three. Chelsea, I'm very excited about this journey that you've been on. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, well, I've been your, on a your few Your entrance, your entrance into Bachelor Nation. Oh, oh my gosh. Dylan immediately just like glazed over. He's gone for the next 20 minutes. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm going to drink my tea. Okay. Little background info. We would be recording the OC podcast. And a lot of times Dylan would, you know, as we're recording, be like, hey guys, like 20 minute warning. I have a hard stop. Didn't tell us what it was for no, a while. that was me. Finally. I did that. Oh, did yeah. You? I was, oh, I'm, I'm 90 day fiance. He's bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, he'd be like 20 minute warning, blah, blah, blah. We couldn't figure out why. Finally, he was like, well, the bachelor's on. Mm. So I mean, record on Monday nights. <laughs> Our podcasts were getting rather long, so we were all happy to have the hard stop. But it was it was because uh, Ryan is a long term bachelor fan. Now I've very much been kind of a dip in, dip out type person. I think I watched like Trista's. I mean, everyone watched Trista's season. I feel like, um, of course, I dipped in during JoJo season because uh, the famous Chad from Tulsa, oh, yeah. just like me, Great was season. on it. Okay, yeah, Chad, you gotta watch that. Um, great one. villain. Um, but you, you've like, you've really taken to the Golden Bachelor, especially. It's that's how we started this whole thing. That's how we started this journey. What I absolutely adore about the Golden Bachelor, Dylan, is... have you seen any Golden Bachelor? I, I've seen clips of it. Like, the are ones you aware that... of? Are you aware of its existence? Do you know who Jer- Gary is? That was yes. Gary. He's is he seventy and he's really really sweet. And um, we... debatable about the sweet part. I think he's seventy-ish. I don't actually. I think he's like sixty-eight. He's seventy-two. Seventy-two. I think. Well, he looks great, 72. by the way. Are they really good looking for a seventy-two-year-old? Yeah. On the show, he was the like salt of the earth Midwestern man, j- just super nice and overly earnest. Um, very he... like oh jolly gee ooh. I hate <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Oh me. <laughs> yeah. Gee whiz. <laughs> Fake. Yeah. I hate it. Like Gomer Gomer pile vibes. <laughs> Um, what I loved about this show, though, is that it just, it suddenly, like, me and my parents had something to watch together. Like, we haven't watched a show together since, since the, the OC, OC <laughs> and American Idol around that time also. But wow, we the were o- all so we say we should do a Golden Bachelor rewatch podcast next? <laughs> I am totally in on gotta that. Gotta wait 15 I've, I've years. I've listened to all of the podcasts covering um, the Golden Bachelor, and there's some fantastic ones out there, but I think ours could be better. Really, like, Gary is who he is, but the women on this show are, like, they're enchanting. There's no other word for them. Like, they are all... Dylan, these women are all over 65, and a lot of them are just so hot. They're, like, hot old women. It seems... They're insanely hot. It seems like a lot of the, the vibes that I've been getting from this show, from people in my life, you all and others that watch it, is kind of the same feeling that people in America got when they started watching The Great British Baking Show. Because it scratched the reality TV itch, but also they weren't just catty and mean like in a normal season of The Bachelor. I would say The Bachelor franchise has grown really stale over the past few years. This was a good way. Also, they've been teasing The Golden Bachelor for literally since before COVID, I think. I feel like it was Peter's season, which was twenty early 2020, when they started saying like, hey, by the way, if you're old and you want to be on The Bachelor, and that was like three years ago, so to, for it to finally happen was great but this the franchise needed to be spiced up and gary was just gary was incredible he couldn't they could not 
have casted a better old man than Gary. Yeah, I mean, it's like they made him in a lab. So I feel like this is another difference too. I guess this is actually working out because I'm kind of like the Bachelor neophyte. I don't really know how this goes. But so for a normal Bachelor season, don't they usually take a Bachelor or Bachelorette from a prior season that was like a fan favorite or someone? Uh, Yeah, a lot. Most of the time they do, yeah. Sometimes they'll just pluck some rando, but yeah. And so this, this was, is Gary from any other franchise or is he just no gary's never been on tv before oh I bet. okay i can see the appeal yeah. now yeah and he's like on tv he comes across as just a sweet old man and the women are hot and they're going on dates that are cool and uh they almost i, I swear to god they almost died with Teresa. actually remember the car when they had to drive the car chelsea oh yeah that was yeah, fucked up right yeah, I mean, septuagenarians in this old classic car, but they put him on the L.A. freeway. They put him on the L.A. freeway at nighttime with headlights that barely worked, and he's in a conver- a tiny-ass, like, 70s convertible. Like, he's on the 101, and there's barely even street lights. I mean, and it's you dark, And, him. like, those, 70 head- those 70s headlights, you know, they are not very bright. And he's, like, no. in a convertible, so it's just noise, and their hair's flying everywhere. And, like, the- <laughs> I was like, the producer set him up to die, but he didn't. And then he ended up choosing Teresa, which I think was a shock to literally everyone except for Chelsea. No, I knew from the beginning. Except for Chelsea. Yeah. Teresa was set up to be just kind of this ditzy, clueless. I don't know what you'd call her. She's she just she liked to overshare, I think, was her was her edit, at least. Um and but she ended up winning, and now I think they might get married this week, but also they might not. Yeah, it, the the weird thing that ended up happening with this, Dylan, is that I mean, like I said, everyone was just enamored by Gary. They're like, oh my gosh, he's like Mister Rogers. What's going on? And then I mean, two days before the finale, the Hollywood Reporter drops this expose, and I will say, I mean, it it was not the best um but also i can understand where like things could be kind of twisted around in a weird way but um on the show they very much presented him as oh my wife died and i haven't dated anyone since and this is my first dive back into the dating he pool. killed her didn't he she got mold poison <laughs> <laughs> um but they basically he, there was they interviewed like his ex-girlfriend and it ends up that he started dating her very quickly after his wife died. And she was I mean, a lot of it was like, uh, OK, like she was like, oh, he made me split the mortgage with him. How long um, were he and his wife married? Oh, for oh like a like, hundred like, years. High school See, sweethearts. I, I feel like that's something I, I don't know if you all ever, ever experienced this. It's, it's no comparison, but like it's it's like when you get out of a really long relationship and then you go to another relationship and you forget that, oh, wait, I have to start from square one and build it rather than just immediately go back to what I was used to. And so, I mean, I'm, I don't know Gary from Adam, but I mean, I, I don't necessarily Brody? think that that's, yeah, really. I, I don't know. I don't know him from Adam Brody, but it seems to me like, I don't think there, I think that for someone like Gary and from, from what I hear about Gary, I feel like people are kind of searching for something tantalizing about him just to stir the pot when, like, there's nothing in the pot to stir. He's just a sweet. No, there's some stuff in the pot to yeah, stir. Like, Gary yeah. definitely, I think, might be a gold digger. And there's also, a le- we're recording this on January 2nd. There's allegedly going to be a wedding on Thursday. I feel like the wedding probably will happen. I feel like uh, he's going to have to sign a prenup, and I feel like that's not going to work out, and he's going to not get the money that he wants. Also, just real quick, Chelsea, I know that mm-hmm. you've gone back in time and have revisited other Bachelor seasons. Um, yes. Did you see? Have you? Do you know anything about Rachel Lindsay? Have you seen her season at all? 
Oh, um, Rachel Lindsay. I, I know a little bit about it. but so not Literally time. today, they announced they're getting divorced. Oh, no way. They were like one of the strongest couples in Bachelor Nation. Anyway, I feel like we've talked a lot about The Bachelor. Dylan, I'm sorry we put you through this. Oh, no, it's okay. But Can Chelsea... I ask one question? And as, sure. bachelor, yeah. as a Bachelor person, you probably like, so how many seasons of The Bachelor have there been? Oh, God. I don't know. I want to say close to 40. Well, The Bachelor and Bachelorette combined, it's definitely 40, over 40, I think. How many of those marriages have worked out? That's a great question. Um, I think altogether six. But like a lot of them are recent. Like they just happened in the past few years. Like if you, if you go from like before 2020, how many of them have worked out? Like maybe two. Because like the recent ones will eventually not work out. So you, you bring up a really good point about a lot of these shows because like, I, I mean, I've, I don't think it's any any big secret that I don't watch a lot of reality TV, but the shows that I do watch, I like, I would die for (laughs) like great British baking show and the 90 day fiance universe. But one thing that, that I noticed when I watched, like I binged three seasons of before the 90 days, which is hands down. I will, I will die on the silt. The best reality show I've ever seen. Um, is it better than season one of Jersey shore? No, it's not. Oh, it's, it's close. It's close though. If you want to see someone, get chased into the jungle with a machete um, when he's trying to date his Filipino <laughs> go girlfriend. To house. Yeah, just go to my house. Um, speaking of Jersey Shore, have you guys uh, read or listened to any podcasts about the Situations book? No. no. What's it, what's wait, it called? What? Yeah, wait. Hang on. What's this about? You really uh, took me by surprise there, Chelsea. I wasn't ready for this. I'm excited. I love the situation. Oh, he wrote a book basically just chronicling like his life growing up, what he was doing before Jersey Shore, which was literally like he stripped for a while. And then, yeah, I mean, he was selling drugs. Like he was not doing anything. And then I guess that basically the producers met him and wanted to build the whole show around him. But there was about a year of lag time. And it's so funny because he's just like, I just put everything I had into making this show happen. But, you know, he's he's like being interviewed by the girls of um, Celebrity Book or Memoir Book Club. And they're like, well, what were you doing to like make that happen? He was like, oh, nothing. I was just like hoping and praying. Hey. Dude, he was manifesting. He, he willed it into action. I maintain that season. I Listen, I watch a lot of reality TV. I've watched a lot of reality TV for most of my life. I maintain that season one of Jersey Shore is the best season of any reality TV show that has ever existed. It's perfect. We still mm. don't know why Wow punched uh, the situation. <laughs> we have no idea. I will meet you on that hill, and I will shake hands with you on that hill, Ryan. Jersey Shore. <laughs> I want to shake. I want to shake your hand. I'm gonna shake your hand. Uh, okay. I feel like we've done it. Have we recapped? Did we? Did we recap 2023? It happened. So. It sure I did think happen. You're doing a good job. And now we're uh, in 2024. And we probably won't see you again until 2025. Unless unless I can talk my comrades into doing another podcast with me. Daisy Jones. You know, it's really funny. The number one encourager of us starting a new one is my husband. And I think he just wants a weeknight to himself. He just wants you to have a hobby. He's like, he's like Chelsea, you guys should do Entourage. Oh, you have Mindy's blessing now. You should do Entourage. You should. You got to convince Dylan. The man has, The man's living I'm, in bold. He can't get away from I, him. I can't escape the mold. I'm Alan, I'm like Alan Wake. I'm just surrounded by just horror at all times. I understand that reference, Chelsea. Just now. It's okay. It's a- I can't believe we both got molded the same year. That's wild. Hashtag yeah, molded. totally, definitely a coincidence. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan was watering our bedrooms every night. <laughs> yeah, well, Ryan, you know, now you have to get molded. It's the rule of three. Um, okay, that's it. We've done it. 2023 is over. Happy New Year. 
We'll see you probably in 2025, unless one of us dies, which at this point would be Dylan because of the mold. Yes. <laughs> or I'll get superpowers. Or me because of the boob job. Or yeah, also Chelsea's boob job. If we'll two if two thirds of us are alive next year, we'll still do this. Ryan's gonna die from getting too many high fives after doing a banger DJ set at Speakeasy. <laughs> so that's it. Um, thank you for listening. A special thank you to those nineteen people who really love us. So it's the three of us plus our parents that puts us at like six people plus Connie, so like five <laughs> strangers basically. Um, thank you to and you. And that guy who reviews Kit Kat bars. Oh yeah. <laughs> forgot about that guy always on my mind i think about you brother (laughs) anyway um that's it i hope you had a good year 2023 is over we'll see you in 2025 so long farewell until we meet again say goodbye chelsea bye goodbye chelsea